This helps you to understand where gaps you have or how you could improve your product or how you could improve monetization or marketing. Uh, and this is like really interesting thing. And now we call it apps reputation. Welcome to Aptica Talks podcast. In each episode, we discuss hot topics of mobile app market with renowned experts. Hey everyone, welcome back to Aptica Talks podcast. Today we are wrapping up the first season with Anatoly Sharipulin, CEO at AppFollow, the company that specializes in reviews and ratings management. Therefore, we are going to talk about mastering reviews management, how to turn user feedback into app store success. Hi Anatoly, thank you for being with us today. How are you? Hello Ksenia, I'm good, thank you to invite me in your Aptica Talks. Yeah, I'm really excited to be here and share some insights and what we are doing in, at the follow. Yeah, so before we start with primary subject and touch uh, yeah. the main um, topic uh, of today's episode, tell us more about you, your career, and uh, about the idea, how you decided to start the company, where, uh, how the idea was born, and where did it all start? It sounds like we need like more uh, than one episode for these talks. But yeah, uh, last seven, uh, eight years, uh, I, I'm at Apollo. Yeah, I'm one of co-founders uh, which created a current company. And before that, yeah, I was um, backend developer, backend engineer, after that uh, CTO. And when we developed uh, own ideas of mobile applications, I started to understand that, oh, it is like really not uh, hard to create new app because everyone has had a, an idea and like two or three weeks or like one or two months. And after that, we could like launch something in App Store on Google Play. But the key question for me and still for everyone who in mobile space, how to be successful in App Stores, how like to find, find more users, uh, have like really good full retention and so on and so forth. And this has helped me to uh, progress a little bit, how it can be not just engineering, but yeah, I became a product manager in one startup, copycat of booking.com, I would say, but for Russian uh, and CIS market. Uh, and there I understood that, okay, if like tens different applications, which try to solve like one pain, like common pain, try to find the best offer on the market, if we're talking about hotels, yeah. How like we could be better or faster and so on, what like current users on the market think about uh, competitors, think about other products or what is the best or what is the worst and so on. And what I started to do, I started to uh, re research uh, reviews in app stores and try to find some like product insights. And this really helped me at that moment uh, to build like product roadmap, like first several uh, versions of uh, our new app uh, for Russian sales. And what I, I remembered, the top uh, request from uh, users of booking.com, please add filter by bathroom in like a uh, mobile app. And booking.com was like, really worldwide uh, company at potentially didn't care a lot at that moment on like, this uh, like CIS market, we did it like first, we did it like as a first of the market and launch and PR and has like some media uh, announcement that we have an app with like filter by bathroom. Yeah, it is like a little bit funny thing, but this like show how you could be top of 
like competitor uh, battle because now when like million apps in the store or if you go to your category or interested category yeah every time like tens different and really hard to be top of uh, our like visibility because you and me and others users of App Store or Google Play and try to find the best one or like easy one and so on and so far. And this has helped me create idea of of follow. And we started from hackathon, like one uh, day, 24 hours. And we developed with my current CTO and co-founder uh, the first prototype or alpha version of our current uh, product. And this like show us what we could have and what we could uh, deliver on the market and the uh, type of uh, current customers which we have at the moment. And yeah, we started uh, I follow the company as a business and like first two, three years, like early age, start, early stage startup uh, with some like uh, angel investors with some, a lot of customer development and so on. But now, yeah, we uh, found a niche where we could be like top or like leader and we feel that we do something right or we have some vision uh, how we could develop it and now we call it app apps reputation and because before that we started from reviews or from ratings part after that we switched to aso part and we talk a lot of about like acquisition about uh product customer experience and so on and so far and where our focus <laughs> as a key question, internal key question. And uh, last year, we spent a lot of time and understand, oh, potentially online reputations, this is something standard and generic for uh, all companies on the market, like offline especially, uh, who want to be uh, online. And online the reputation contains uh, search engine optimization, brand uh, reputation, and so on and so far. And if we go and like a little bit optimize uh, our uh, segment to mobile space oh it is like apps and games and the reputation for them something important and now we think that we help mobile developers and managers to understand and elevate apps reputation at the moment yeah it's really exciting to see how your idea was evolving so from the very beginning based on your experience and it's true that you've mentioned that our market really is oversaturated with the apps uh, in aptica we see more than uh, 10 millions of apps um, and it's really hard to distinguish your product and provide something uh, new and something good to the users but uh, just based on my experience uh, i have never left any reviews i only rate the apps that i'm using so i'm you not in this camp of the users <laughs> yes so that's why it's something unusual for me that this part of reviews takes that crucial role and plays yeah. that part crucial part that Upfollow and other, uh, your competitors maybe, or yeah. some other companies, they finance and they put their resources into that to elevate again and just to manage the reviews part. So let's start from uh, basics. <laughs> what yes. uh, app reputation and what is app review management? Why is it uh, that important? Yeah. And uh, for apps reputation, ChatGPT help us because we started to uh, ask uh, him or her, uh, like, okay, online reputation we understood, but what about app reputation or how we can call it what we are doing now? 
And what we are doing now, it is like really like simple services or tools, like including rating and reviews analysis. Because first of all, we see mm-hmm. ratings, average rating for each uh, application and game in any stores. And this is what visible even for my mom. Yeah, and you could decide, okay, 3.5 stars. It is like good or not? Or like one star or five star or 4.5. Second thing, like something about sentiment uh, analysis or sentiment tracking, when you could define any topics based on reviews. For example, what feature requests current users ask uh, from developers or what is like uh, bugs there or what is thank you messages and so on. You could like define some sentiment and this is absolutely interesting thing, not just like standard positive, negative, mix it or neutral, but just go to any uh, topics and uh, text. And last thing here, uh, something about App Store, because, uh, sorry, App Store optimization, like why it is important still, uh, because uh, this is organic visibility and how you could be top on top charts even, or feature it, or uh, search result positions. And uh, we see how like this is a little bit loop because to acquire more users, you need to have like really better, uh, great uh, visibility and package. Great keywords, nice uh, uh, screenshots, icons, and so on. And also you need to have really good uh, average rating and uh, featured reviews, like three or five on the page should be as minimum possible, uh, positive. And uh, concerning this uh, app store optimization that you've mentioned, I've read recently that if your app, I don't know whether it's true or not, so yeah. please correct me if I'm in mistake. So if your app has a rating, let's say below 4.0, then it's nearly impossible to boost uh, organic growth and just to discover your app organically. Uh, whereas if your app has more than uh, 4.5, then the stores elevate your app automatically and you have a better visibility. Is it true? Uh, potentially this question to uh, App Store and Google Play developers who really know uh, all like formulas there. <laughs> but what we see from our side and this like first time like four years ago when we researched from current data, uh, we really found this like benchmark, uh, like all good as minimum applications has 4.0 uh, in average. Uh, as a like, like average rating in store. If like below, yeah, some problem or some negative you could see in reviews, and this would need to improve using like product development, customer research, and so on and so far. If like more than four, that's absolutely good uh, situation. But top, like I would say top 100 uh, applications on the market has like more than 4.5 and really successful on the market. Okay, if we go, for example, in fitness, yeah, we could find better me. Yeah, like really care about the rating or like floor. And this is absolutely amazing result, especially in Google Play when we see really more reviews and ratings than you could see in App Store on the iOS platform. And when you could see on like the biggest volume of users, high average rating, once again, average rating, 4.7 or 8, it sounds like really good and qualified uh, application and product on the market. And that's why uh, I believe this is still available. And we launched some like benchmark by categories, by markets. And this is what we see every time. 
but if it's that crucial and important, why then yeah. some uh, developers don't pay attention to the reviews? Because sometimes when I'm doing the report for Optica, for example, and I yeah. search and I just analyze App Store, Google Play uh, inter uh, regarding the reviews, I notice that many reviews, critical ones uh, with some dissatisfactions, with some complaints, yeah. they are not resolved. Why is that happening? If, for example, you may spend a lot of money into uh, App Store optimization just uh, on A-B testing and everything, but just the only thing that you're missing is reviews. So you need to tackle the, uh, the reviews to answer to your users and maybe you will be elevated. But why then this point is so neglected? <laughs> Absolutely a good question. And I would say one of our goal to uh, share like for whole market why it is important. But if we'll go now, yeah, I would say sometimes knowledge gap or sometimes it could be a really hard thing because if you, once again, have a lot of <laughs> negative reviews, you need twice more uh, positive reviews to change a little bit average rating. And this is like really hard uh, exercise for long term. But if you truly understand that it is important and affect your conversion rate as minimum to install, or this like show like satisfaction score of application of product what you develop, this is absolutely an important one. And now, yeah, if we go to some segmentation of users or like companies on the market, I would say, yeah, the not the biggest, but the, some part of current companies really don't care about it. For example, very successful potentially games like Hyper Casual, but they know how to find more users and just <laughs> uh, open this channel for, for their games. And doesn't care about reviews because they like change j just ratings and difference between amount of ratings and amount of reviews like more than 10 times. But for others companies where like really important one, where have like some uh, like banking, for example, or really usual daily uh, applications. For me, it is like Gmail could be on Netflix here yeah, and others. And really important one because it is like channel how you could communicate with your users and see feedback immediately. For example, for any banking, when they like change design, even like change one item from menu to another place, immediately after release, you could see it after one or two hours. And this is like really crucial thing. Or I know like a case of Supercell. They like uh, said that need to see after release key problems after like change uh, backend engine yeah and how you could see like immediately in reviews for example in google play when every 15 minutes updated uh, reviews and especially for popular uh, games or app applications and that's why this is for like top of applications or like uh, middle applications this something uh, generic or essential at the moment but uh, mm -hmm. i see from our numbers too it, it is not common uh, thing for others and that's why we still exist on the market <laughs> it's good for you <laughs> yes Absolutely. that some uh, apps and developers care about their uh, app reputation and management but so while yeah. discussing uh, we've been talking mainly about app store and google play but do you analyze only these stores or you also pay attention to alternative ones yeah uh, uh, this is an uh, interesting point because the main request, uh, what we see on the market uh, from like App Store and the Google Play developers, all revenue <laughs> or like almost all revenue uh, from these sources. 
But uh, last two years or last three years, alternative uh, Android stores, for example, Huawei App Gallery or Galaxy Samsung and others, like for example, in China and Asian markets, like a lot of Android stores. And to be honest, we don't have like really good connection and and we don't close a work with this type of customers. But we see like from others, from Europe, uh, uh, from Americas who have different applications, they also have like Huawei, uh, Galaxy and and others. And we have now like feature list of like tens (laughs) different sources. And this depends on where, what type of your market or what type of your application for example for galaxy samsung and others like for example in uh, ecom it could be really like almost all sources including social media and some like youtube for example or, or like tiktok could be uh, if we talk about uh, as i uh, my previous example like neo bank- banking yeah or like standard bankings for them like trustpilot or B2B reviews platforms still available because their user leaves some comments and reviews there. And that's why if you know as a developer where you could find any comments with product insights, this is really important for you because this like help you to understand like where gaps you have or how you could improve your product or how you could improve like monetization uh, or like marketing. Uh, and this is like really interesting thing. And now we call it like apps reputation. So you can integrate any source, any platform. Yeah, yeah. If we go to solution, yeah, at the moment we support Huawei as a like our sort. Be- before that we had and still have Microsoft, Mac Store and others. But uh, to be honest, this is like not really popular. Microsoft still alive because some really big companies or enterprise companies who launched <laughs> eight years ago or five years ago have audience. Yeah, a little bit teeny if we compare to Google Play or uh, iOS, but still who pay like some money, who play in games or use applications on like Microsoft. But this is like really what we see don't grow after like five years. And unfortunately, Microsoft won't help us or like help uh, mobile developers to provide better features, better, more users on this like application. And that's okay. But others here, as I mentioned, still available. And we want to add one by one. And especially if we go, for example, to Asian market, like next two years, yeah, we need to add more than <laughs> 10 different sources. And last thing I mm-hmm. would say yeah, for gaming companies as our top one segment in, at a follow, they're interested in community management too. Because if we a little bit as a helicopter view on all these sources of feedback, of player or user feedback, doesn't matter. It is from reviews, from stores, from community like Facebook group or like Discord and others. Or it is just in-app feedback or just like standard email tickets. Yeah, doesn't matter. But if you need to understand product insights or you need to, uh, as minimum, communicate with all negative users, okay, we listen to you. We know this is a problem for you. We will add to our backlog as a standard (laughs) template could be. But uh, this is something what need to do because what I see now, some gaming really good and great companies has a, as an internal target 100% reply rate to any uh, type of comments and reviews. Twitter 
or uh, App Store or email, doesn't matter. And this is what I like. And this for uh, next five years, uh, how current industry and market could change from my understanding. So, okay, 100% of uh, reply rate. And I guess in this case, negative reviews are more important as they're more insightful and you can get more information out of that rather than the positive one. And I guess based on uh, human psychology, you'd rather leave a negative comment and review rather than the positive one. So and usually me personally, I read only negative comments while deciding to install something or buy any product. So I go straight. Uh, to the negative ones but uh, here I don't know how you manage that inside a follow but usually when you see a negative one you receive a template answer like we are sorry that yeah. this feature for example um, wasn't that satisfying uh, as uh, you expected we will resolve this issue and the silence yeah absolutely and now we change to best practices which we should, or like uh, developers should yeah, follow. How, how to turn the negative yes review into positive ones in the right yeah. manner? Because for me as a user, uh, this uh, template answer is not enough <laughs> just to yeah, boost absolutely. the retention and boost this loyalty. Okay, let, let me say again, uh, the first uh, point or first challenge should be start to reply, because especially for negative ones. Yeah, potentially sounds like or developers don't care about this app or like their users. It is about a reputation again, about brand. No, so different templates. And now when we live in ChatGPT era, you could create this <laughs> templates really easy one. Uh, and second thing, what potentially this is our next uh, release. Yeah, we want to launch AI re- automation thing. The first line, okay, first line. Okay, we listen to you. Thank you for your feedback. Yeah, we will fix it. Communication in reviews part. If you start to reply uh, and update this reply, that's good. And what we see as a one indicator, how rating change after reply. Your reply or your template or your support strategy <laughs> works or not. This is how it could be. Because if you reply like really mislead template or reply to your concern about a lot of ads uh, in the app, this is not so good. Yeah, and after like three star, you could uh, set like one star. And uh, what need to do next? I would say some personalization. And this uh, once again we see from uh, current top customers who use some automation. Several approaches could be if you uh, have team for like support team or some community or sometimes it could be marketing from marketing and so on, who manage feedback or who manage reviews, they could sometimes manually review automated replies or automated templates. Okay, good not, good not. But this is like one uh, approach. And yeah, it is still manual or like semi-automated. But what, what especially I like, when you could set roughly like 100 different rules. So yeah, you've already expanded on some uh, development directions for AppFollow, just using AI, chat GPT for some templates and for some answers. So uh, apart from that, what other trends and changes you see for app review management? What future we will see? Good question. Uh, First of all, and this is uh, regarding your previous question, need to have like really trusted uh, report with uh, re- reporting with um, some understandable uh, like KPIs or metrics how we uh, like measure and how we uh, 
evaluate uh, quality of review management or reputation management. Because now, like, still no standard. Sometimes we try to use, like, from Zendesk and other Hubdesk uh, services uh, their standards and apply to, like, mobile space or, like, apply to uh, review, mobile review space. Uh, and that's why uh need to have, like, truly uh, trusted reporting and benchmark, we could say, as you mentioned before, for average rating should be 4.0, for reply rates should be another one, for reply time another thing, for like changing rating after reply should be another thing. And it's like five or like something like that, uh, indicators and understandable uh, reports, App Store console and Google Play consoles, they don't have uh, enough reporting at the moment, but good for us and for others who could like create it and be uh, standard on the market. This first trend, I would say. Second trend, what we already mentioned about AI thing, yeah, because if we review, for example, WhatsApp reviews uh, per month, it could be 500k reviews on both both uh, platforms. You could imagine this number, yeah, <laughs> that's a lot, really a lot. But idea, okay, WhatsApp, like really standard for communication worldwide and need to understand what type of customer or what type of users think about in like India uh, or what the main concern in uh, English speaking uh, users. Like segmentation. Segment, absolutely. And this segmentation could build only on AI because all your custom tagging or manual tagging uh, has some limitations and we see potential of uh, this future because now in different space customer experience or product development we see how uh, similar solution help to build better product that's why we could apply these all approaches from cx world to app reputation or reputation world and use uh, all ai stuff which really available that's like second trend for for my understanding and third trend yeah, I would say about data sources, uh, because uh, this is what we already a little bit highlighted. If now focus only on mobile, if you develop app, but after like several years, not enough. You see your user, for example, users of Tesla write uh, reviews in Twitter because they know like Elon Musk read Twitter like a lot, especially after acquisition of this company. Uh, and that's why Twitter could be like one top channel for this app or like different channels or like different social media. Discord. Still like this, absolutely. Discord like as a community platform. Uh, like we have Gameloft, for example, publisher uh, and talk to them a lot. And they like say, yeah, we have like uh, 10 different uh, Discord servers when our users communicate but we want to manage all questions in same approach what we have for like uh, app reviews. And that's why like really a lot of data sources and still some custom. For example, uh, if you have any expert from NPS or like net promote, uh, promoter score, yeah, uh, from your users or like some like custom uh, like table when you collect all feedback after like your interview, like really hard to analyze and find this product insights and so on. And this is what you could like really bring to the platform. And this type of platform should be uh, agnostic one. Yeah, doesn't matter what type of sources, just like 
show like picture and help really product managers all support success how we can call it managers like really build better product or build better uh, user experience well so let's see what future holds for us but one uh, thing that i'm sure about that the app shouldn't neglect the reviews and rating part as it's pretty crucial and we were discussing that during yeah. our conversation and for the listeners who would like to expand their knowledge on that and get more insights i have seen that apollo will uh, host the webinar on the 7th of june if i'm not mistaken about reputation management i just yeah, exactly checked your website <laughs> so yes i will share maybe the registration link so the listeners could also join the webinar and just discuss in a more detailed way some uh, point that we for some reason haven't haven't touched upon now as we are quite limited in timing so thank you anatoly for your insights and sharing your expertise thank you xenia thank you optica so stay tuned for more episodes to come but it will be already the second season hopefully in july To find out more about Aptica and its products, please follow the website aptica.com. Do not miss the next episodes by following us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts or any other major platforms. Thank you for listening.